Hey guys, so full transparency here because you know I'm all about it. I recorded this podcast yesterday, but I had a meeting that I was running late for. And so I just talked really fast the whole entire time. And I just sound like a crazy person on caffeine, which is already me, but it was even worse than normal. (laughs) So we're re-recording which sucks because I said a bunch of good stuff. I'm going to try to remember everything. But for your sanity, for my sanity, I probably don't want to hear Liz on 1.5 speed, which I know I'm already 1.25 speed. So let's get into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Super, super, super exciting news up top. We finally have a name. I say we because this was a group effort by me and my circle. (laughs) I'm telling you, so many names have been written. I have this huge sticky note because, you know, I love sticky notes. I have like one of those huge post-it note sticky notes. Oh, my God. We had so many names. No bad ideas, but some of them were super cringe. Honestly, I should read out some of them, but I threw out the paper. I mean, some of them were like weird. One of them that I really liked was $6 coffee because I feel like I advocate in this podcast to buy coffees that are $6. So I hold true to that. But the one we ended up going with is, and I promise you all that I'm going to find the really bad names one day and just like (laughs) tell you all of them. But the name is, drum roll. I know, I know. All right, calm down. (laughs) Okay, so calling all cliches. I know, I know, I'm a singer. I should sing my theme song to this podcast, honestly. I would just need a a beat, and then I would just sing calling all cliches on repeat. A little good (laughs) intro, but instead we'll just do that for today. So I'm obsessed with this name. Thank you very much to Juju, one of my good friends, for helping me out with that one. We were just brainstorming. We were going back and forth about this generation, like this really weird generation between like 1995 and 2000s, I would say, where you're you kind of feel like a millennial, but you're technically Gen Z and it's just this really weird in between. And we were thinking about that audience because I think that's like the primary audience for this podcast. And we were just thinking like, how do you describe that audience? Because... I mean, obviously this podcast is about me, but it's also about you and I'm a part of you because I am that age demographic as well. And the huge thing that we were talking about is that, well, a couple things. So I got to have Juju on, honestly, because she was just spitting fire. But one thing that we were talking about is how our generation feels really lonely. Like, I think this is a really normal, I'm obviously making blanket statements here. Not everyone's lonely, blah, 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 blah. But I'm just basing it off like what I know, the people I'm around, you know, like what I can sort of gauge about like societal trends that are going on in that generation. And a huge one is, yeah, people feel really alone, I think. But at the same time, they have constant access to their phones. They have constant access to TV and like podcasts and all of that good stuff to not feel alone. So you almost feel bad about feeling alone. You're like, I have so many options. I could do so much stuff. So it maybe it turns into like a shame circle of like, I should be grateful. I have so much stuff. I have access to all these people. Or I don't know. I just always think of that feeling of like going to a party where you don't know anyone. And that's how I feel like our generation feels. So going back to the name, Tangent, I was thinking, 
how like that's the that's the one thing that I definitely want to be part of the name. But the other thing is that I think we have this massive awareness of our problems that maybe our like o- our parents, like the older generations didn't have. Like we know that we're projecting. We know that we should go to therapy. We know like how to solve our problems, you know, positive thinking, all of that stuff. We're way more aware of all of the psychological ways to deal with our issues, let's say but we don't necessarily do them. Yeah, speaking from true example, speaking from a lot of things that have even happened to me this week, which we'll talk about. I don't know how to describe it, but I think that's the best way. So we came up with calling all cliches because it's a lot about like knowing those cliches, knowing like love yourself, like all of that, knowing all that's true, believing in it, maybe even posting about it, but just maybe not doing the inner work or maybe it's just difficult to do the work to actually get to a place where you believe in that cliche. So it's kind of calling out all the cliches. It's sort of also just like saying the reality of the cliches. Who knows? I love the 80-20 rule where you don't really, like you 80% understand the name, but you 20% don't. And that's how we're going to leave it up to interpretation. It's art. It's art with a little bit of like explanation, but that's all I'm going to give you. So, so excited, super legitimate here because we got a name. So I'm feeling great vibes. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to be better. I'm going to be more professional. I know. I know. I need to be a little bit less ranty. I feel like that's my charm. So I'm not going to completely be less ranty. But I do want to just up top tell you what we're talking about today (laughs) in case you're like, nope, I'm good. Which, why would you ever do that to me? (laughs) But no, I, I get it. People like to know what we're talking about, blah, blah, blah. Today, I'm going to be talking about just feeling in a rut, you know, like what what to do when you're feeling in a rut, some advice I've read online, like what has resonated with me, what doesn't really resonate with me, and hopefully entertain you all with (laughs) my own experience of being in a rut and maybe give you some permission to be in your shitty human space as well that we all fall into. Before that, Lots of updates here with the community that I owe you all. First of all, me and CDL are doing well. I know we had like a little bit of a fight last time. We were going to have a difficult conversation about it. One thing that I've just noticed is that since we're all sort of in a shitty mood because of the pandemic, I feel like we're all getting triggered a lot more than normal. And because of that, I feel very triggered in my relationships more than I think I would normally. And I think that definitely like there was some stuff going on between me and her. But I also like don't, I want to be better at doing the inner work and not projecting as much if I'm feeling something. And I know it's so hard because I just, my ego wants to just lash out on someone, especially when I feel like they've hurt me. But it's like, is that really serving me? And does this person actually not wish me love or wish me well? So I've come, I don't know, I was really, I was I was going back and forth, but I kind of came to that conclusion with, wasn't just me, it was just me and my therapist, honestly. But send them love, guys, send them love. No need to like lash out on all your friends, do the work. Obviously, if they did something, I think talk to them, but I think it's always, like, whenever I get triggered by anyone, I try to do, like, the one day or at least a couple hours of just, like, doing my own self-care stuff and trying to get out of it before I lash out on the person or, like, talk to them, (laughs) lash out. (laughs) Glennon Doyle 
says that she doesn't fight with her wife. She talks to her. And I like that because we think of it as such an aggressive thing. I mean, even my brother this weekend, he got really triggered because I was like, let's have a conversation about what you said. And he was like, we don't need to make this a thing. We don't need to fight. And I was like, well, I, I wish that we would be like more comfortable just like having difficult conversations with people and then just like moving past it. Like we had it. We spoke the truth. And now I feel safer in this relationship, but it's like so scary to do that. So that's the update with the CDL, good vibes only. Other update is that I am no longer dating the guy that I didn't even name. I don't think we gave him an acronym. So probably, I guess, for the best. Big realization, I think, from that is that sometimes you're just not feeling someone. It's not you're not really able to explain it. Like they're checking off all the boxes, but you just like are your intuition is just telling you like this doesn't feel like I don't want to be here almost. And that's how I felt with this guy. So it was a good realization for me that dating is a filtering process and you don't need to just like mold yourself into whoever you're dating. Especially I know it's hard during the pandemic because you're like, I have so many limited options. Like I'm not going out to bars and stuff all the time. But I don't know. That's that's a good one for me to just remember. Also, just like, God damn, I, I mean, I've only ever had one serious relationship. And I guess this is the reality of having a serious relationship. But you just bring all of your trauma, even though that relationship is like now I'm getting to the year mark of that breakup. All of like that previous trauma that I got from that is so easy to bring into even new relationships. So that was a huge realization for me there that I'm going to have to do a lot of work still because something like romantic love and our trauma just go hand in hand, right? So (laughs) we'll keep you guys updated on the dating life. I'm currently like not really talking to anyone. It seems like Hinge is pretty dry right now, no pun intended, but I will keep you all updated on that. Uh, There's one guy that I'm talking to. I'm texting him and I'm audioing him and he's texting back which has been weird. I I can't say prefer that. Be like we could get deeper if he audioed me back, but he technically passes my rule because he did audio me once. So I do know how his voice sounds like and I do think he's normal. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm probably going to meet up, up for coffee this week. I learned my lesson with the other dates by not having like seven hour long first dates. So trying to keep it casual. But yeah, good vibes over here, but not good vibes this week. So that's what we're talking about today. So let's segue. That was a good segue for not trying to segue. So good vibes today, but this week was a mental mess for me, which is normal. I think I always have like a mental mess, especially I like to blame the pandemic, but I don't know if I can blame the pandemic all the time because I know a lot of this is my own trauma stuff. But this week was messy because – so it was snowing here in New York. Um, yeah, it's, it was snowing here in New York. And because of that, I was stuck in my apartment, I think, more than normal. So I had massive cabin fever. And I do this thing where if I'm stuck alone with my thoughts for way too long – I guess maybe a lot of people do this. But I do know my introverted friends are really good at being alone at home. I just feel like if I'm stuck inside too long, it's not about being alone, but if I'm stuck inside too long, I get really antsy and I start being really self-critical. 
So that happened this week because the snowstorm couldn't really go outside. I mean, you could, but it's like dramatic and it's snow on the ground or whatever. So because of that, was definitely feeling a lot of the stuff that we talked about last episode of just like when you're not feeling joyful, when you feel like you're getting in a rut, what do you do? And I think the last episode I was talking about just going on a run and listening to EDM music, which is less, it's harder now because it's not, their weather isn't that good and there's like snow on the ground. And sometimes I really just don't want to run, but (laughs) that's another issue. But I did come up with some alternative issues on what to do when I'm in a rut that, hey, these aren't foolproof, but I think this will help everyone out. And I'm sure you guys are experiencing lots of experiencing lots of ruts right now, especially if you're trying to do something different with your life. Apparently, this is a thing. So if you're up leveling, they call it. So AK, maybe you're trying to do things in your life that you normally wouldn't do. Talk to strangers, date someone, I don't know, like start a new job or apply for a new job, apply for school, graduate school. I don't know. Apparently, if you're up leveling and doing things that are subconsciously scary to you, then a lot more like fear and rut-like behavior will come because you're trying to self-sabotage. Your ego's trying to protect you because, yeah, it just doesn't, it wants you to be safe all the time. Yeah, my coach was telling me this. She's a new character in our life, by the way. Hello. Hello, coach. By the way, she is part of the sticky note collection. I'm going to put a picture in the newsletter of her sticky notes because I think she has better ones than I do. But yeah, my coach was telling me this fun thing that might be interesting to you all. She says that the ego serves to protect you, right? So it's the thing that makes you feel hungry, thirsty, all of that good stuff. But at the same time, it can like sabotage you if you're trying to do something scary that's out of your current reality and what you're used to. It'll just be like, it'll it'll try to throw like a bunch of ways to make you to just be safe and go back to your old patterns. So it's something to be aware of. I was definitely experiencing that that this week. I feel like this is where sticky note collection is so key because when I'm in that state where I just hate everything, like I just want to change my life, like I'm feeling the, I'm just in the worst mood or I'm just in a rut, like sometimes it's not that big of a deal. I can't see clearly that I just need to, that this is my ego or like, or maybe I do know it, but it's not helping me. So my sticky note collection that says do yoga and take a walk definitely helps. But this week, even that, even my sticky note collection did not help poor Liz. I was just on a self-sabotaging mission, like so bad. And yeah, I just got in a rut. Like I would even do yoga or meditate and I just wasn't feeling better because I was just in the bad mindset. So I do want to talk through some stuff that helps me. Maybe this is also just tips for if you're an extrovert living alone. (laughs) I don't know. I think it helps for ruts though in general too. Obviously, everyone kind of has to do their own thing, but I think that you guys are pretty similar to me and this has helped me. Maybe not everything will help you, but at least one of it definitely will trying to think. Okay. So let's start with last week. I was feeling definitely like in a rut, not feeling great, sitting at home, just kind of self-sabotaging on my phone. And I just had this feeling of like, I'm, I hate my clothes. I hate my life. I hate my apartment, like all that type of mentality. So I decided (laughs) to go to Nordstrom 
And I used to do this a lot pre-pandemic, which is I would go to stores and I would just try on a bunch of stuff with no intention of buying anything, except I did it during the pandemic, obviously really annoying with the mask, but I basically just went into the designer section of Nordstrom and (laughs) didn't look at any of the prices, just started picking out a bunch of stuff to try on. Hey, it's like not illegal to try on stuff. So I did that. You guys know I'm obsessed with pastels, so I was just finding anything that had pastel or color tie-dye on it. A lot of the stuff were like $1,000, but I just didn't check the price. I was just trying stuff on. Going to post all these pictures in the newsletter and on Instagram because it was very entertaining. But this was a good way for me to just get out of a rut because I think I just – sometimes you just need like a change of scenery. I don't know. Or like – Just do something joyful for yourself. And I feel like this was a great one for me. I think also having just patience or or sympathy with yourself. I know it's easier said than done because I don't have sympathy for myself a lot of the times. But having sympathy for myself because I get into ruts almost like every other day now or every three days. Like it won't be a major rut. It'll be like maybe a mini rut. But Still, like, I, it's been f- pretty frequent. And I think, like, my friends have been saying the similar things. And it seems like it's a similar pattern that's happening. So just having, like, a couple options. The other one that I did the other day was I I think for me, like, reinventing my look or just doing something to help me with my look helps. So what happened with me this week is that, <laughs> you know, I love a good grocery store haul. So I did that, of course. I went to Whole Foods. But the other thing that was really helpful was I actually bought a new lipstick at Sephora. I just got like a really bold pink lipstick because at home I've been feeling really just whatever about my look and it kind of brings that energy into my day. And so instead I I bought this lipstick so at least I can put on like a dramatic lipstick for these Zoom calls that I'm in. So that one has been really helpful as well. Besides that, I think that remembering to call your friends when you're in a bad mood. There's this thing called DBT, I think, which is just you do, I don't know what it stands for. (laughs) You guys know I don't know what on the stuff stands for. I just use what helps me. But the thing that helps me about that is that apparently when you're in a state where you're like, I just want to sleep and be depressed and whatever, doing the opposite of that can actually help. So I think calling a friend has been a good one. I just never want to call anyone anymore. I'm just so, I I just don't, when I'm in a bad mood, I just like tell myself that no one wants to talk to me or I'm like not in a good mood to talk to someone, like blah, blah, blah. But then I'll call someone and then I feel better. So I don't know what that's about, but it does make me feel better to do that when I'm in a shitty state. Yeah. So that's been, that's been like my advice for the rut thing. I also think that like my coach made a good point where if you're keep coming back to a rut because of something you're telling yourself, like I'm not good enough, I'm not a good friend or whatever, maybe you actually have to work through that limiting belief and not just do like something that will make you feel better. So journaling about it or like just talking it out with someone. Yeah, you guys can send me audios or DMs. Seriously, just talking out your problems. I really don't care. I'll just be like, I hold space for you. Sometimes I do that to people. I'll just send people audios of just like everything. I'm like, please, no need to answer this. (laughs) I just need to say this out loud. So yeah, 
Seriously, do that. Okay. Well, maybe I can tell you guys quickly just about some other like new stuff that I've just been working on or not working on that I've discovered. I'm going to go into this more in another episode. So I, you guys know, I'm always like looking for the newest, greatest thing that's going to help me with this thing we call life and my emotions. All like obviously in a bad way usually because sometimes I like run away from bad feelings and having bad feelings is human. Like it's never going to go away based off a circumstance necessarily. But the one thing that has been like really helpful to me or really encouraging to me is, so you guys know the whole positive thinking movement, you know, where it's like your thoughts are your reality and all of that stuff. Like just tell yourself you're great and you'll be great. And I've always been really annoyed at that stuff because I don't, I try to go around like saying that kind of stuff, but you're like, I don't really believe that I'm great. I actually like hate myself sort of like sometimes, you know, like not all the time, but a lot of the times, like I still have a lot of versions of myself that I don't like that exist and come up. So I was getting kind of annoyed with the whole like manifestation movement. You can manifest your reality if you just say it type of thing. I just, I didn't find it helpful. I personally don't think it's really helpful for my friends because a lot of my friends will have limiting beliefs, especially about work. And like CDL has one a lot where she's like, I'm not good enough for this. Like I shouldn't get this. And I'll try to tell her like, you are good enough. Like I've seen you do work, like blah, blah, blah. But you can tell that she doesn't believe it. So it's almost like I can't do much to... Like, sure, that's helpful. I think, like, still saying that is helpful. But my point is I discovered a very cool lady. Her name is Lacey Phillips. And her approach on manifestation, which I'm I'm just, like, I'm not really in the manifestation game because I'm, I'm very – I'm not really into woo-woo stuff. Or I am, but it's, like, my toes dipped in it. But it's not – I'm not, like, fully into the manifestation game. And, like, astrology, all that stuff. Like, I'm not really there. But – I've been more and more so, I think, and this is something that my point is like I haven't really believed in manifestation, but I found this person, Lacey Phillips, who to me was really interesting. She has a podcast called Expanded. She also has a course on manifestation, right? I listened to her podcast that one of my friends who's really woo-woo, she always sends me like astrology stuff and all of that stuff. She sent me this podcast And I was feeling in a rut. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to listen to this. Like, what else is there to lose? I'm just in a bad mood. So I was on a walk and I was listening to it. And her theory is positive thinking and all of that stuff doesn't really help you manifest a better life. And by manifest, I mean like create a better life for yourself based off what you truly want, right? Like what your higher self wants, what you really see your potential doing. She doesn't really believe that just having vision boards or saying things out loud get you to manifest anything. So where was I? So she doesn't believe in all the positive thinking things, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, I'm listening. Instead, she believes that the way to manifest your higher potential, the life that you truly deserve to have is by doing two things. One of them is actions. So this resonated with me because a lot of the times I'll force myself to do actions that I know are good for me, but I don't want to do because I'm scared. Going on dates is one, right? Or 
I don't know, like any scary things, like send a text that I know I'm supposed to send to someone creating a boundary or like any of those stuff, I'll actually be really scared to do them. And I think I'm going to do actually, like I want to be more honest with you guys about doing scary things because I think that people aren't honest about how hard a lot of stuff is. Like I just sent a boundary text the other day and it freaked me out. I had to meditate for an hour after. It was just like, whoa, it was intense. And it sounds so silly. Like I make fun of myself, but some of our beliefs from childhood or just like how we used to do things just seems so scary to us, even though they're not really scary to the average person. So actions is a huge one. Hopefully you're understanding what I mean by that. I'm going to go into this probably a lot more in another podcast. So we'll leave it at that for now. And like, if you have any questions, let me know. The second one is apparently you can do these exercises that she has called daily integrations. I think I'm saying them wrong. DIs, she just calls them. They're basically these meditations that you do that you can access your subconscious and access almost memories from your childhood. I know this sounds very intense. You basically close your eyes and she tells you like, think about the first time this belief has come to you. Think about this memory. And you can go back and almost visualize that memory and reprogram what you wanted to happen. So a big one for me that's been coming up, actually, I'll just share. It's a little embarrassing. I was in the car with my mom and I remember I really wanted to be a singer. You guys know I sing on this podcast sometimes. I really wanted to be a singer and I don't know how old I was, like five years old probably. And I told my mom, like, I'm going to be a singer. I was just like very aware at the time that that was something that was possible for me and and this is just what I wanted to do and this was my dream. (laughs) And she looks at me and she goes, no, you realize like being a singer is really hard, right? Like it only happens like one in a million times. It's probably not going to happen to you basically. Like I'm paraphrasing, but something like that. And I just remember my life like crashing before my eyes. And this is something that I didn't even – remember until I did this exercise. So in this exercise, I'll reprogram her telling me not that and her telling me that I can do anything because I think that a belief that I've stuck with for a while is that I have to like do things safe and I have to do things like work in a safe way, like do work in a safe way and not take risks. And now that I'm, you know, like starting this podcast and like really building my brand, I need to move past that limiting belief and I, and I like this approach to it because I think it also distances you from the belief. Like it makes you feel like, no, this isn't necessarily true. Like just someone told you this in your past and that's why you still believe it. So I will do a whole podcast on that because it's a lot and I feel like I didn't even do it justice right now explaining it. But that's just another update for you guys. I've been working through that and it's been pretty f- – fun, fun stuff. You know, I'm a nerd about personal growth stuff. I, that has been my latest, my latest find that I've been liking. Besides that, I'm taking a hard break on personal growth books, which I know is controversial because every single person that's into personal growth, I feel like is always reading like 20 books at the same time about it and podcasts and everything. And I've just gotten to the point where I feel like I almost have too much information and too much advice from other people. And I just, I want to get back to just living my life and that's how I find out the truth of things. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like information overload. 
So I've been working on actually distancing from that. Would love any ideas that you guys do to share with the community of what you do instead of like, like what you do when you don't want to be productive. <laughs> maybe this is maybe this is something that people already do really well. I know that might sound stupid, but I sometimes like can't get out of a productivity mode. And I, I don't know. I try to watch movies. I try to read like fiction books, but it I just stay in that mood sometimes where I'm like, oh, I got to listen to another podcast about personal growth. I got to do this thing. I got to be better. And it's like, go, go, go. And I don't even live my life. So would love to hear how you guys live your life, how you guys like, I don't know if you have any cool hobbies or like ways to snap out of like the work mindset, you know, and not to like constantly be going over your to-do list in your head. Apparently people don't do that, but that's a really common problem for me. Apparently it's called anxiety that you just like constantly are going through your to-do list and you're like, oh shit, I have more stuff to do. Yeah. Oh, I will drop one thing. Like time blocking has been sort of helpful for me. Like just having clear goals for the day rather than continuing on the like incessant loop of like, okay, I have more things to do. I have more things to do. So yeah, that's been helpful. But let me know if you have any other ideas. I'm all ears. So yes, thank you all for listening today. You're all amazing. I was going to say again, like, have a beautiful day, but also feel your feelings. So if you're just not feeling that, don't feel it. Other updates, by the way, I'm going to be posting a lot on Instagram because I've realized that a lot of my stories could use some content, some some pictures, some imagery for you all. So I'm going to be posting that. Also, I want to do daily inspirations. I'm going to call them daily inspirations, but I don't think that I'm going to post them daily. I I basically just wanted to share with you like quotes or random things I hear throughout the day, either in like a yoga class or on Instagram or from a friend or from my own head that inspire me to all like to get out of like some thought loop I'm in or whatever. Because this is calling all cliches, but some cliches are actually really nice to hear at the same time. So, yep, going to be posting some inspo for you guys there. Hopefully it maybe gets you out of a better, gets you into a better mindset. What else? What else? A newsletter every week, Monday morning. Love a good Monday morning newsletter. Subscribe to that. I'm going to link it all below. And, yeah, join me next Monday. I'm going to probably do an episode on manifestation because I feel like that has been really interesting to me lately. Just thinking about the inner psyche and how it's ruining all of our lives. Sending you all love, well wishes, you're amazing. Seasonal depression is real. Feel your feelings. I love you all. Call your friends. Or don't listen to any of my advice because I don't know what's going on either. Bye.